Good evening. Just like there's a malacha of kosher, which is tying knots, there's another malacha called matir, which is untying knots. Where in the Mishkan was this relevant? So we know that the tchelas, the blue ink that was used to dye the wool blue, came from the chilazon, which was some type of a sea creature. In order to catch the sea creature, you needed a net. So you would tie strings together um, in order to make the net. And then occasionally those nets would get damaged and you want to put in new strings, so you would untie the damaged strings and then retie new strings. So there's your kosher to make the net in the first place and matir to untie and repair the, the broken strings. So does matir, minatera, um, is it only in that scenario where you're untying in order to retie something? So this is actually a machoikas v'shoin, and the Shabura Paskins that any matter that is useful is potentially a matter in a Torah. Even if you're untying something, not in order to tie it again, like they did in the Mishkan, but even just you're untying something in order to, to, to help to be misakin something, to fix something, to make something better, that could be matir min So where is this relevant? So the truth is that the issue with untying is going to mirror the issue with tying. So whatever we've discussed, that there are certain types of knots that are awesome in a terror to make, certain types of knots that are awesome in Rabbanon, and certain types of knots that are mutter to, to make on Shabbos. So untying those knots will follow the, pretty much follow the same rules. If you have a knot in a terror, meaning that it's also to tie on Shabbos, it will be awesome in a terror to untie it, and so on and so forth. Um, there is an exception, um, and that is... The following scenario. What happens if somebody is tying a bow in their shoes, which on Shabbos we said is okay, as long as you're planning on, on taking it out before 24 hours. And sometimes when you do that, um, the, 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 bow gets, the bow slips, and you end up making a double knot. Now, you didn't man, plan on making a double knot, but now you're stuck with a double knot. Now, that double knot could be pretty tight. Um, so what type of, what, what, what category is that knot? So that's a knot that's an Isra Drabanon to make because it's, you're not planning on leaving it for 24 hours, but it's a nice tight knot. It's a double knot. Um, can you untie that? So I didn't plan on doing it, so you can't fault me. I wasn't trying to do it. It just sort of happens. But now I want to untie it. Why do I, why do I want to untie it? Well, it's stuck to my foot. <laughs> I want to take my shoe off. Um, or let's say it's tied on my, the shoe is off my foot, but I want to be able to get my foot back in. And as long as it's tied, I can't get my foot back in. So the Ramah says under, this, under these circumstances, if there's a pain aspect to it, if there's a problem, because it's only a Kesha Drabanon, I am allowed to untie, I'm allowed to untie that, double, that accidental double knot, even though it is a Kesha Drabanon. I'm allowed to untie it if I need to either get it off my foot or I need to get my foot back into the shoe. That is, that's fine. Um, one other interesting halacha, this is, I haven't seen this so much in LA, but on the East Coast it's more prevalent. If you go into a bakery and you get a box of cookies, um, they generally tie the, the, the cookies with this sort of uh, bakery twine, the string, they sort of wrap it around and they tie like this serious knot. Could you untie that on Shabbos? Um, now, if it's a bit of a thicker twine, um, and it's, it's probably not really a, uh, a major, it's not a Kesher Uman, but it could well be a Kesher Drabanon. The question is, it's only going to be Kesher Drabanon if the person who tied it plans on having it last for more than 24 hours. Now, if you go to the person behind the counter in the bakery and you ask them, what was your plan? They're going to say, I don't know. You tell me. I'm tying it for you. You take it home and you do whatever you, do whatever you want with the, with the knot. You, you know, you'll decide when you want to open up your box of cookies. So the person can say that that is considered by definition a temporary knot. 
Because they're not tying it in order for it to last. They're tying it just so that the customer can take it home without it falling all over your car. And, and then you'll untie it whenever you want to. The person tying the knot has no das whatsoever to keep it as a kesha shal kayama. So that is technically considered a kesha that is not shal kayama. Um, so if it's not a tight knot, you can untie it on Shabbos. Uh, if it's a very tight knot, which is often the case because it's a thin string, so then you have a problem because even if it's not made to last for 24 hours, but it's a really tight knot, you still can't untie it. So under those circumstances, the truth is, practically, it's hard to untie it anyway. So the simplest solution is you are allowed to just cut it. So just take a knife and cut the string. That's a halach and shulchan and a different simon that if you have string, you have something wrapped around the food, you are allowed to cut it open in order to access the food on Shabbos. Have a good night.